Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Thursday, and that means we get the one and only, the CEO of Hemlane. How are you doing, Dana? I'm great. Thanks for having me again. Oh, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to the conversations today because we're going to talk about rent. Uh, this is something that obviously is very important for landlords, and there's a lot, a lot of questions. I have seen more questions about rent, specifically in episode one, the chances of rent decline. Uh, I obviously have my 20 years of experience, which is great, but it is single market focused. Uh, you have Hemlane, which is national focused. So um, I thought maybe we would just talk about rent and talk about have you you know have you seen rent decline? If you have, what were the criteria? Uh, so we'll start there. Uh, over the last couple of years, have you seen rent declines uh, in any of your markets? And if so, do you, you have kind of a story for that? Yeah, we we definitely have seen rents decline uh, during COVID. And it was heavily market dependent. And this yeah. is where you really need to know your market. Uh, back when, um, at the beginning of COVID, actually, we didn't see the rents decline too much. It was about four to five months into it when suddenly tenants realized things aren't changing for mm. the better. Mm-hmm. Some of them were losing their jobs because mm-hmm. their companies were shut down if they were working in the restaurant industry they were working in retail stores and they suddenly needed to move. Um, mm-hmm. So we definitely saw in cities um, and, and you, mostly the tier one cities yeah. um, by tier one, it was like San Francisco, New York, where we, we saw the rental rates decline. And it wasn't only those that were on market. It was during lease renewals where tenants were saying, I'm going to move if you keep the rent at the same amount. And so we had some extreme cases where you know, they were dropping them by 33% just mm-hmm. to keep a renter in there. And it was actually emotional for a landlord because they were worried that if they didn't drop them by that 33% in these markets, that it would be on market, they would be competing against everyone else, and they would have vacancy. And so we've seen that historically. We also saw in some markets where rent went up, where, where folks were moving there um, during COVID. And, um, you know, it, they were hot markets, especially in, in Texas and Florida. Uh, we mm-hmm. definitely saw that. Um, so would we see it again? Um, I'd love your, your take on it. And then I'll let you know um, my, my, my opinions and thoughts. Yeah, so it's, it's really interesting. So I love, I, I love the fact that so much of real estate boils down to supply and demand, including rent, including price, including all of these things. Right. So we saw a hit in tier one cities, uh, certainly was reported nationally. So I, 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 it's obvious to me that you would likely see that as well. And again, it was it was kind of the it was the cities where you had to, you know, you had to have roommates and it was just the quality of life just wasn't there. Right. You weren't working at the restaurant or on Broadway or whatever it was. And you just like you went home. Right. You went you went somewhere else. Right. Whatever you were doing. Just stop doing it and the city life didn't work. The flip side of that, though, is that populace or a lot of populace move to other areas like Florida. I just did a report on Florida this morning uh, for inventory, right? They averaged, I think it was 27,000 active listings from 16 to 19. Today, they have less than 7,000, right? So the market's hot. You're not going to get a price decline when your average inventory is, you know, 25% of what it was in a flat market. Uh, so it is very much supply and demand dependent. 
I, uh, I don't, uh, the second thing I want to say about rent is I think there's been rent increases that are unnatural the other way, right? Uh, you're mm -hmm. talking about an emotional landlord who had a 33% rent decline to keep a tenant. We are now seeing landlords left, right, and center raising rent 33% in okay if the tenant leaves. Because again, the supply demand imbalance has gone the other way in some cities. I do not think the economy is nearly as strong. I believe we might have four or five years of flat rents uh, in most cities. Now, there will be exceptions, Florida being one of the ones that's most obvious. But if I look nationally, I look at, heaven forbid, I look at my market of Fresno, California. It would not shock me, Dana, if rents are flat from 2022 to 2027. And I've seen it before, right? I've seen rents be flat for four or five years uh, before over my 20, 22 years now. So uh, I just don't, I, I can't see rent going up 20% and then 20%. People can't afford it. They eventually push back. And I saw an article in Bloomberg this morning that New York tenants are finally pushing back. They're like, no, we're leaving, right? Yeah. We're, we're kind of going back. So um, I have seen rent go down. In my market, I've not seen rents go down. Let me be clear. In 22 years, rents haven't gone down. I've had to do move-in specials, but that was very 06 specific because everybody was buying homes. Um, but that was a very short nine, maybe 12 month window. Uh, I do not see, I do not see rents going down nationally, but I certainly hope they go flat. Um, what do you, what are you seeing out there? Yeah, I, I will, I think a lot of it will have to do with, if you think of inflation, right? Mm -hmm. if, if we just kind of break down of inflation, there are a couple of things at play. So one is, oh, inflation is increasing, or we have reported 8% plus, right? Um, past couple of months, um, we believe it's higher than that, or at, at least I do. Um, but then, so, so there's two points there that kind of are contradict one another. One is, okay, well, there's inflation, and we have seen, um, you know, nationwide salaries increase, not by as much, but it's like four to 5%. Mm -hmm. So shouldn't we also be increasing rents because the, the cost of goods is more mm -hmm. and we are seeing salaries increase on the flip side, they're not increasing by as much. And so tenants are more cost burdened. Mm -hmm. So what they used to could afford in rent, they can no longer afford. So I don't know what yeah. your thoughts are from, from that perspective, but I, I do agree with you that tenants have more choice now to say, you know what? I don't really need to live here because COVID yeah. has made it where you hear of, of a lot more um, transition mm -hmm. out of where people have been traditionally living. And they can, they can do that much more easily. And the job market has been hot. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so they could go and just say, you know what, if you're going to continue to raise rent. So I do think tenants have a bit more power there. Um, but if tenants who don't want to move, who are in really hot markets, they might continue to see that rent increase. But I think you know, overall, we're not going to see the rent increases that we've seen in Boise and mm. all these other areas over the past, uh, the past couple of years. Yeah. So I think, so first and foremost, I think what you're pointing out exactly what I see coming is tenants, tenants are, are, are cost burdened everywhere, right? 
Yeah. Inflation's up 10%, maybe 12, maybe 15. Wages is up five. That's not a good equation. The money's got to come out of somewhere, right? We're already living paycheck to paycheck. We already can't handle a $500 emergency. At some point, even if the tenant wants to stay, they can't, right? I, I've been doing this long enough, family experience, right? Landlords, you don't want to hear this. Rent is not the number one thing for most families. Yeah. Food, food comes first, right? Carb for many of them is next, right? Rent's not first. Uh, so they will make sacrifices. They will get roommates. They will down select. They will move farther away. And in today's telecommuting and all these other... That's what we're seeing. So uh, the last thing I'll talk about a rent decrease is uh, there's actually some kind of counter currents going on, right? Portland, Oregon, I think is one in LA County is another where they're still being punitive on landlords. And we've already seen early data out of Portland with 4,000 less single family rentals. I believe LA County is going to dwarf that once the numbers are counted in a year or two. Uh, but you are seeing landlords just say enough is enough. And, and what that means, because they are the owner of the property, they can remove the tenant, even in California, they likely have to give a 90 day notice or 60 day notice, whatever it is to vacate because they're going to remodel. Uh, and then they're going to sell the property to an owner occupant. Yeah. So I believe there's a lot of cities uh, that have taken very short sighted moves a la LA County and Portland that will become very cost per, cost burden later when you when you lose 10% of your your rental stock that doesn't mean that only means prices are going up so a lot of cities are making very short-sighted decisions which will only make rents go up more so yeah i don't see the chances of rents declines being nationally i certainly hope rents are flat uh that would be okay at least for the next couple of years uh any other thoughts on this yeah, I, I would say in these markets where they are restricted to increase rent, we are we're seeing that where if you look in Hemlane, the properties that go off of Hemlane, we ask why. And the number one reason, and it's just, you know, it's like 75% is I am selling this rental property. Exactly. It, it is not because they have um, decided, you know, to collect rent offline or anything like that. It's because they are selling the property and in a market like you have today where um, home prices are still high. Mm -hmm. Right. And we can make the argument of whether or not they're slow. But right now they're at a high. And when you see increase in all these regulations, more tenant landlord law that is restrictive landlords have that power to say, I, I'm done with it. I'm just going to sell it mm -hmm. and um, get get the cash out and, and figure out what other options that I have out there. And so I, I do think regulations play a really, really major role in that. And who loses? It's the tenant in the end. Oh, without question. And, and it's, it is so predictable as to almost be a series of dominoes. Well, okay, if you want to do that, then this happens and this happens. And th yeah. it's just, there is a lag effect. So uh, do me a favor. Where can people find Himlane? Because they need to take advantage of your amazing 30-day trial. Yeah. If you're looking for property management, um, you have a rental property and you want to learn more, Hemlane provides property management for you, both leasing. So if you're looking for a tenant, as well as the day-to-day -day management, you go to Hemlane, www.hemlane.com. Thank you very much, Dana.